Welcome to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com, where we answer the questions you ask about Metro Phoenix. I'm your host, Kayla White. Today, we're discussing cemeteries. But don't worry, it's not going to be a sad or scary episode, the emotions typically evoked when one discusses graveyards. Instead, we're talking quantity. My name is Christopher Bunce, and I live in Phoenix, Arizona. And my question is, how come Arizona doesn't have a lot of cemeteries compared to New England, where I'm from? Christopher lives in Midtown. He's been there for about a year. And the only time he recalled seeing a cemetery was while driving to Tucson. That sparked his curiosity. So producer Taylor Seeley has done her best to explore that. When we first got this question, I was a little confused. I was born and raised in the valley, and I could think of at least a few cemeteries that I'd driven by. I wondered, was the premise of this question even accurate? Do we have fewer cemeteries than other places? I spoke to two people to figure that out. So hi, I'm Angela Snell. I'm the president of the Massachusetts Cemetery Association. And I spoke to Cindy Lee. She's the vice president for the Pioneers Cemetery Association. She also does grave marker preservation. Our question asker Christopher lived in the Boston area before he came to Phoenix. That's why I reached out to Angela to see how many cemeteries there were in Massachusetts. So statewide then for Massachusetts, are we talking hundreds of cemeteries, thousands of cemeteries? I mean, I would guess it's over 500, maybe 500 to 700. I really, that's really just a guess. But I, I mean, I would, there's 351 towns in Massachusetts and pretty much every town at least has one cemetery or burial, old burial ground. Um, and then you add in, you know, the towns that have multiple cemeteries or a religious cemetery or private cemetery, you're up there in numbers. <laughs> so in Massachusetts, it's state mandated that cities have cemeteries. And after this phone conversation, when I followed up with Angela, she told me a colleague of hers on the Massachusetts Cemetery Association would actually put the estimated number of cemeteries in the state at around 5,000. In Phoenix, it was also hard to pinpoint the number of burial grounds. I found out our state constitution doesn't require cities to have cemeteries. According to the Arizona Department of Real Estate, we have 116 registered cemeteries in Arizona. However, that does not include municipal cemeteries, privately owned cemeteries, or fraternal burial places that are smaller than 10 acres. So the number wasn't exactly helpful. But Cindy told me that the state had 735 documented historic burial grounds. That includes any cemetery older than 50 years old. So, if these estimates aren't too far off, it would seem that Arizona has at least about 850 cemeteries, not including municipal or privately owned cemeteries, as well as fraternal burial grounds. And Massachusetts has maybe around 5,000? 
These were estimates. So again, I can't say with certainty. But either way, to Christopher, it seems like we have way less. And I wanted to figure out why that was. Here's Cindy again. Now, why we don't have so many in Phoenix? There are quite a few big cemeteries. And they're just, everything is spread out. It is not like back east. So sprawl is one reason why it may seem like we don't have a lot of cemeteries. We're a very spread out state. Cindy also said it could be because sometimes we just don't notice the cemeteries surrounding us. This was a territory and where people crossed from the east to come to the west, whether it was fighting, famine, disease or whatever, wherever they died is where they were buried. So there's a lot of little cemeteries everywhere. They're usually hidden and in national parks and up in the mountains and in these little towns, but they're small. There could only maybe be 20 burials, maybe 100 burials. Part of the reason the old historic cemeteries are hidden, Cindy said, is because it was expensive to haul the headstones made in the East Coast to the West Coast. So, whereas the cemeteries in New England might have beautiful grand headstones and, in some cases, monuments, that would have been far less likely for the historic cemeteries in Arizona. In more modern times, I was told that our transplant population may be another factor. That is... Because we have so many residents from out of state, it's possible that when they die, they choose to be buried elsewhere. Finally, another reason could be that we have a high cremation rate. Heather Long, from the Arizona Funeral Cemetery and Cremation Association, told me that Arizona has a 72% cremation rate. So, to wrap up what we've learned so far... I can't say definitively Arizona has fewer cemeteries than Massachusetts, but estimates would suggest that. I can say that our cemeteries are different. They tend to be more spread out or hidden in small parks and towns. And we have a high cremation rate. So the long and short of it is, cemeteries are just different here. I asked Christopher, our question asker, how he felt about what seemed like an absence of cemeteries, at least compared to Boston. He told me about one of his favorites, Mount Auburn, between Watertown and Cambridge, and how he liked to go there because it was so picturesque. Like the design of it is like pretty beautiful as far as like like the land there. One of his favorite parts of the cemetery is the viewing tower, which you can climb up. And you can see, like, the full Boston skyline. And especially in the fall, you can see, like, all the foliage. So I guess I associate that with less of, like, oh, I'm walking through, like, a creepy cemetery and more of, like, oh, this is, like, just, like, a beautifully laid out, like, kind of like a park almost. That one was um, founded in 1831 as a rural cemetery. That's Angela Snell again. It's not your traditional cemetery where, you know, you have all the headstones are the same and they're in a row. They have a lot of monuments, um, you know, different things in their cemetery that people would go and visit for the day. Um, They have a tower (laughs) there overlooking their cemetery. It's it's, that one's definitely a tourist destination. (laughs) Sometimes on this show, the questions we can get totally throw me off guard. 
and it makes me realize just how Arizonan I am. This was one of those times. I always thought of cemeteries as creepy, but Angela and Christopher pointed out the various ways they're significant, what these places can mean to families. Cemeteries are really important in Massachusetts because there's such a, a rich history. Um, a lot of p- families, you know, in the early, you know, 50s, 60s, and 70s bought these 10 grave lots or, you know, family lots. So generation after generation is buried in the same cemetery. And people just, you know, they keep making sure that their family members are remembered and they visit on Memorial Day, things like that. These cemeteries also provide fun ways for people to learn about history. They will go to visit like the Mount Auburn just to see the different sculptures and monuments. Um, They'll go to Concord and Lexington to see, you know, the Revolutionary War, um, people that are buried there. Genealogy has also made visiting cemeteries more popular, Angela said. There's a lot of people that do genealogy around here. So they're visiting, um, you know, to find relatives or help other people find their relatives. And then there's the more niche hobby of learning about headstone symbology. And there's a lot of unique headstones. So I think people will just go to see the different headstones. Um, They'll also go to see the different symbols that were on some of the older headstones. There's like, um, there's like books on what all the different symbols mean um, on some of the old slate headstones. They all had different meanings. Like describe? Um, like one of them would be like a, a wheat wreath would be, in, would be engraved or they'd be um, a skull with wings um, or a lamb. Like a lamb would mean that that person might've been a baby, things like that. While Arizona may not have as rich a diversity of headstones or monuments in our historic cemeteries, I think it's important to point out we do have historic cemeteries that are worthy of our exploration. If, if you're talking historic, truly historic, um, I work with the Pioneer Cemetery Association. That's located on 13th Avenue and Jefferson. It closed to burials in 1914. So we have some of the first mayors and teachers and lawmen. I mean, we have like the the first city of Phoenix, if that makes sense, in its population of burials. This cemetery is called the Pioneer and Military Memorial Park. My colleague, John Deanna, reported that it's said to be home to Jacob Waltz, the German prospector who supposedly discovered the Lost Dutchman gold mine. If you're interested in visiting, be sure to call ahead of time to schedule. There's also the Greenwood Memory Lawn Mortuary and Cemetery. Greenwood has some burials that date back to the 1800s. Then there are smaller burial grounds, ones in historic towns like Jerome, Benson, Tombstone, and more. There are also some that the Pioneer Cemetery Association works to restore, Reporter John Deanna wrote about one of those, the Sotelo Heard Cemetery, in January of 2020. The Sotelo Heard Cemetery is near 12th Street and Broadway in South Phoenix. 
It's only about an acre in size, and unless you know it's a cemetery, you wouldn't be able to tell just by looking at it. Almost all of the gravestones have been vandalized or deteriorated with time, although some have been stored away for safekeeping. But the cemetery itself is home to about 400 souls, mostly Mexican-American, who lived between South Mountain and the Salt River between 1890 and 1925. Many of the people buried there are believed to have been ranch hands, farmers, laborers, or members of their families. The Pioneer Cemetery Association also takes care of maintaining the historic Cemeterio Lindo, located at 15th Avenue and Durango Street in Phoenix. That cemetery is much larger than Sotelo Heard and also dates back to the 19th century. In addition to historical cemeteries that hold pioneers of modern-day Phoenix, Arizona is also home to indigenous burial grounds. This includes Monument Hill, a burial site for the Tohono O'odham Nation. My colleague Rafael Carranza has written about this site. The burial ground at Monument Hill, along with other burial sites in ancestral tribal lands, have been disrupted in recent months by the construction of the Trump administration's border wall in southwestern Arizona. The remains at this site may date back 10,000 years and are significant to the Tohono and Hiachidotham tribes. In May of 2019, the federal government waived the Native American Graves Protection and Repatriation Act along with other cultural and environmental laws in order to expedite the wall's construction. This has put these indigenous sites at risk. Cindy Lee, one of the people from the association who works on gravestone preservation, told me these sites are important to better understand a town's story. You know, you you need history, you need roots, you need to know who started the town. It'll tell you the disease, the culture, the religion. Um, That's why these sites are very important. I would encourage any listeners to research more about these lesser-known cemeteries in Arizona. When Ned Norris, chairman of the Tohono O'odham Nation, was asked how he felt, about the treatment his community's burial grounds received, he said, quote, How would you feel if someone brought a bulldozer to your family graveyard and started uprooting the graves there? That is the relationship, the significance. That is the impact that we see happening here in that way. My colleague Sean Logan produced a beautiful video about the Sotelo Herd Cemetery, and I'm going to end today's episode with a clip from it. Speaking is Frank Varios, a member of the Pioneers Cemetery Association. So many people today, we've got almost everybody coming from somewhere else. But these were the people, the pioneers that settled the Phoenix area. And to just ignore where they're buried is a sacrilege. We're talking about a large number of people who were the founders and pioneers of Phoenix and yet completely forgotten. That, that can't be accepted. Well, Taylor, that certainly was an interesting question. Thanks for looking into cemeteries in Arizona, and I hope listeners consider checking out the smaller historic burial grounds in our state. Absolutely. It really gave me a lot to think about, and I look forward to visiting some of them in the future. Well, listeners, that's all for this week. If you have a question of your own you wanted answered, submit it at valley101.azcentral.com. 
If you like our show, leave us a written review in your podcast app. All right, we'll see you next week.